The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Dear Download, a podcast where we get to share our most intimate and treasured memories of Download Festival. We'll talk about each year, the bands we saw, the bands we missed and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also we'll touch on any news, other festivals and the music industry past, present and future. I'm Adam and I'm here with Simon. Hello, good day to you sir. Yeah, so this week we are covering 2004. We are. I don't know if you if you uh, caught up with the episode last week where I interviewed Sam Leach, but I did say that uh, I've been dreading this because I don't have any memories of two thousand and four, not really. <laughs> but we're I guess we're gonna we're gonna talk about two thousand and four as a whole. We're gonna talk about downloads, and you know, I'm sure we'll come up with a lot of stuff. I know that to be honest, this is fair. I mean, it's so long ago. I wouldn't really expect you to remember much. So. <laughs> like it's fine like we'll, we'll just no. discuss it and run through and maybe we can draw out some memories I, yeah we probably will and um i i've been reading my book the book that i said that i bought in like episode two or three something like that and i just completely forgot i had it i put it up <laughs> up in our calyx out the way and i forgot about it so i didn't read it for 2003 ah oh, damn but yeah so I, I got a few a few cool things from that good but yeah, so let's uh, let's start from the beginning. How have you, how are you doing, man? How has the last couple of weeks been? How, mo- yeah, well, also, how did your stream go on Tuesday? I completely forgot about it. I was going to watch it, but dread, absolute oh, really? dread. No, I'm joking. No, uh, it was um, yeah, it was awesome. It was really yeah. cool playing Half Life. Uh, I was as soon as I started playing it, I was like, why event? Why was I? Why did I not play this game? It's <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome. awesome. It's really good. I think at one point I had about six or seven people watching me on the stream. And then oh, other good. people just popped in. And I thought, that's fantastic for a first... You know, I only put it on Facebook to say if people wanted to watch. But anyway, yeah, if you're not aware, I'm doing like a Tuesday night stream on Twitch and I'm playing games that I'd never got around to. And at the moment, I'm doing Half-Life. And uh, yeah, I played it for like three hours. It was awesome. I died yeah. a lot. Yeah. But then some of the... I, I put it on the um, Half-Life Reddit. So some people came on that were like proper hardcore Half-Life fans. And they were yeah. giving me loads of tips. And I was like, this is awesome. They were oh, even going cool. in saying like, how's your PC running? Go into the settings, change this, change that. <laughs> is that running better? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, yeah, trust me. I've been playing this game for like 20 years. It's all good. <laughs> and they were like, go this way, do this, get this gun because it will work better on that. So I actually had people give me some like really awesome inside Half-Life clips. And it was hilarious because when I was dying, there was a few bits I just kept dying and everyone yeah. was just cracking up because my reaction every time was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was really good. It, I didn't realize how much I would enjoy streaming. Awesome. Yeah, it was. I had a really good time. So yeah, I'm definitely going to continue to do it. Yeah, that sounds cool, man. Yeah. I, I, apologies. Yeah, I, I was going to share it on our Facebook and Instagram and everything as well. But uh, well, I'm yeah. going to record because I, I hadn't had my. I hadn't got, obviously it was the. First, I said to people, you know, this is the first one, so it's a bit experimental. I haven't got everything up to where I want it. And for the first half of the stream, I was having a few issues. So. I recorded it, but only the last half of the recording is decent. So I'm oh, going to okay. record it from the beginning of the next one, episode two, and then I'm going to put uh, 
every three hour episode on my YouTube. So even if you don't watch it live, if you want to stick something on, you can go back and watch it afterwards. So yeah, cool. I'm going to do that, I think. Yeah, it's cool when you get interaction like that. I um, I, I tried streaming a little bit uh, oh, a little while ago. Now I was trying to stream Hearthstone. And uh, nice. I was, I was, I got pretty good at that, but uh, I, I had nobody come and watch me, or maybe there was like it would just sort of ping up to. I, I think it automatically has one because it has you as a watcher, so it pinged up to two, and I was like, oh, somebody's watching. Uh, do it. Should I start talking about what I'm doing now? Because like, I probably could have. <laughs> I, I was like I said, I was okay. I probably could have uh, explained what I was doing and why I was doing it yeah. quite well, but there was no point if there was nobody watching. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm just I when I play stuff I'm always talking to myself anyway so you might as well just have people watch me do it like do you know what I mean I'm just <laughs> going to be doing it by myself so but yeah it was yeah. interesting it was an interesting experience but yeah cool I'm definitely doing it so yeah definitely tomorrow definitely streaming again yeah awesome uh not tomorrow mm. tomorrow's Monday sorry no it's Sunday isn't it sorry so Tuesday yeah 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 anything else in the last couple of weeks you want to tell us about I spent half of my journey to Lyme Regis this weekend just having the new Limp Biscuit song on repeat really yeah it's <laughs> fucking awesome I've always been a big Biscuit fan but it's great I I wasn't that keen on it but I have really to the uh, I, I listened to what when you said about it was on the at the end of the Lollapalooza, oh, Lollapalooza. yeah I yeah. haven't listened to the official um mastered version or whatever it is oh okay whatever you're calling it yeah, they put it out on Friday, so it's the actual, you know, they've actually released the song. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's... sick. It's so sick. I had messages from so many of my friends going, if you had the new Biscuit track, I'm like, yeah, they're like, it's sick. I'm like, it's so sick. <laughs> I can't wait for that album now. I'm buzzing. Well, they haven't released an album since 2011. It's been so long. Yeah. Especially for, you know, like, me and my mates were always huge Biscuit fans, so it just feels like it's been like a lifetime. But yeah. I, 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 I like it. I was really impressed with it. I thought it was really good. I'll listen to it properly then. Yeah, point. yeah, check it, it out, might, man. Yeah. My, my, my opinion might change. I think it's got a really good, like, bouncy vibe, and the chorus, Wes Borland riff, that riff is whew, tasty. Yeah, it's a tasty guitar player, anyway. But yeah, but yeah, um, cool. yeah, that's it, really. That's all that's that's all that's happened. Nothing much, really. Nothing much apart from that. What about with you? What's been happening? I know you told me you got soaked yesterday because of the shitty rain. Yeah, yeah, it's not <sighs> been the best weather all week, but um, but yeah, I got absolutely soaked yesterday. It was, you know. It, <laughs> Being a postman is part of the job that you get wet. You know, I just feel bad that some of the the state of some of the mail gets in sometimes. But um, <laughs> when it's raining first thing in the morning and you're stood inside the building and, you, and you're just thinking, I don't want to go out in it. It's horrible. <laughs> Knowing that it's going to rain all day as well. Because like one thing I've noticed, I've been a postman for like nine years now and and it it doesn't rain all day that often, you know. You, you get a little bit yeah, wet every yeah, now yeah. and then. But it's, it's actually quite rare that... You get absolutely soaked to the bone, despite like sort of the reputation that England has about being very mm. wet. Yeah, yeah, but it's not necessarily wet. continuous. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I got very wet yesterday. <laughs> hoping, hoping my coat dries by tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, other than that, that my my last couple of weeks haven't been too exciting. I did think maybe I could talk here about the positives about having kids after after <laughs> last episode um <laughs> but yeah oh there's a couple of things um my daughter nova she's walking everywhere now i don't think she was walking that far or that much last time we spoke only two weeks ago and now yeah she's just walking everywhere she just picked it up so quickly and she can oh, say awesome bye now or says 
bah. She knows when somebody's leaving. So she'll, she'll put her hand and go, bah, bah. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. That's close enough. Yeah, oh, it's awesome. Wicked, man. That's great, yeah. But I, I do have a couple of, is it musings? Is that the right word? Uh, I like that word straight away. And I, I want to pick your brain about I'm about already singing. intrigued. <laughs> as soon as you said musings, I was, I'm involved from there. Go. Cool. Um, well, uh, oh, let's start with um, uh, not so much amusing, but um, picking your brain with then. Uh, a few times, uh, reading, reading books to Soren at bedtime, I wanted to change things up. There's one of the books that has a song in it. And and I said, well, why don't I sing the whole thing? And it's quite, it's kind of cool. I, I can do it all right. But I've found that when I sing it, it sounds like a hymn <laughs> that you would sing in church or something like that. You know, as a yeah, as yeah. a singer, do you do, do do most singers start like that and then you sort of develop from there, or or is it like a I don't talent? know. I guess I suppose when you start singing, you're always singing someone else's stuff. And when you come up with your own stuff or you try and put a tune to something, I guess you would just make it up if you didn't know what the tune was. It'd be like yeah. looking at, it's, it'd be like make this song, but no one's given you the sheet music. So yeah. you just have to kind of make it up. So yeah, that's probably quite normal. If you don't know what, if it doesn't have an actual tune, yeah, you just make it up and sort of do <laughs> yeah. it. I'm guessing this, what what was this like a, what was it just like a little song in a story it, or something? Uh, well, no, I was, I was singing the whole book. So I was singing the oh, bits that you meant to read as well right. and, and noticed that, it was very long and airy, like you would expect, like a a hymn to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm guessing because writing is set out that way. Yeah. Probably okay. hymns are set out that way. When you look at lyrics, they're purposely they're normally already set to music. There are there's probably some people that write lyrics without putting them to music, but yeah. I find it more difficult that way. So yeah, yeah. It, it would definitely if I was to try and sing a book to someone, it would end up sounding like a hymn. So okay. yeah. So I think, I think that oh, would be good. no, 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 no. <laughs> hold on, wait, wait, hold on. I'm just going to get a bit of bit of paper. Right, I'm going to read this. I'm going to try and sing it. Yeah, you would. Yeah, like this. This is. I don't even know what this is. This is just <laughs> uh, my girlfriend's thing. And it says post tracker pay actuals FTE report. Right, and if I was to read that, so if I was to sing it, I'd go post tracker pay actuals FTE report. You know, it would always <laughs> feel like a sea shanty straight yeah. away. So I guess it's whatever mood you're in. Yeah. Yeah. I cool. like it. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> awesome. Right. Well, yeah, that was just um, a curiosity of mine. But uh, yeah, the, the other thing was um, talking about D&D again. Mm-hmm. We've got a, a druid who he can wild shape, which is basically he can, he's like a um, a shapeshifter. He can turn into different animals. And um, he, one of his favorites is a cockroach at the moment because he can fit under doors <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Nice. But he can't talk to us. So he's just been sort of, I'm not going to do it because it's a horrible hissing sound, but it's, he does it's horrible hissing sound at us. And it made me think, you get pig squealing in metal. Are there yeah. any other animal noises in music <laughs> that people that people do? I, it's not something that I know. So I've been... That's a good one, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of like guitar players when they do squeals that sound more like cats than actual guitars. Oh, really? But that's more a musical thing. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe we should delve into that, see if we can find any other animal noises buried in music. Yeah. But yeah, the people... pig squealing stuff, I bet that's hard to do, man. Yeah. But people Sounds try hard and to come do. up with their own sort of genres all the time, like try and mix two different things together. And they go, oh, yeah. yes, we've got a new genre. Like It was our first. But yeah, no one's ever just thought, oh, it's going to sound like a different animal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sing this oh, next song on. as a duck. 
there is definitely a Beatles band that is just dogs woofing, I think. Hang what? on. Have you heard that? No. What the hell is that? What, they do Beatles covers? Um, but they're dogs. I need to find it really quickly. Back, back to Google already. Beatles. Or are they Beatles doing Beatles Bye. covers? What, what's happening? Dogs. Uh, Beetle Barkers. I think it Beetle is just barkers. actual dogs barking. Right. Um, are you looking it up as well? No. Oh, the way you said right then, it was like, oh, <laughs> so I wonder no, whether no. you want me to read it to you or are you looking it up too? <laughs> right. The Beatles bar- Beetle Barkers is a 1983 album released by the Woofers and Tweeters Ensemble on the Passport <laughs> record label. The album consists of dogs barking a parody of... Oh, i got to click the click the link um barking a parody of popular beatles songs guitar and other instrument tracks performed by anonymous backing musicians from germany are very similar to the original beatles recordings with the animal sounds taking the place of the sung lyrics oh my lord so that's one what other animals could we do okay we, dogs are dogs are out the window <laughs> pigs are out the window are you trying to form a, a, a <laughs> an animal band with me this, this is what's happening yeah I'm trying to think what would fit in. All the kind of like cows. That is the uh, obvious one. Ah, 2000. I reckon. Okay, we'll come back to cows. Put a pin in that. (laughs) Put a pin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We get get halfway through the episode and then we'll we'll just talk about cows for a bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going for that. Yeah, put a pin in it. We'll come Um, back to that. Okay. Right. Anyway. Um, probably don't want to go too much further into uh, animals where are my notes where are their notes where are their notes yeah sorry so yeah let's um let's get on back on with the show shall we unless, okay. unless you unless you want yes, to carry on get... talking about animal sounds <laughs> on in music let's get back on some okay. sort of track um okay so yeah that like i said that not not too much has happened to me this fortnight so we can go straight into news because we have sure. some huge news. Okay, go. We hit a thousand downloads a couple of days ago. <laughs> which is just, I don't know, I i just think that's insane to do that after just eight episodes. That um, is awesome, man. When you sent me that, I was like, are you serious? I was like, what the hell? Serious? Yeah. That's so cool. But half of those have been in the last thirty days. It's been over five hundred in the last thirty days. It's just it's just shot up out of nowhere, which is again, like I said, is amazing. But like yeah. I would say three quarters of our listeners are from Brazil still. Wow. And so I'm I'm just curious. Guys, if you're listening, I really want to know how you found out about us. You know, is it it is it people just lots of people just telling their friends like like we sort of say at the end of the show or or maybe it could just be one person who's just shared us to lots of different places um yeah yeah so please tell us how you found out because it would be awesome to sort of i don't know if it was from just a group to join that group as well and say sort of thanks or yeah or whatever it's just intriguing yeah so if the if if you lot from Brazil are listening. Give us a shout and let us know what's up because we're we're still miffed as to why we got so many Brazilian listeners. We're not complaining; it's amazing, but we're just like so like, what the hell? Yeah, awesome. Or or it's if, not um, like it's... <laughs> you're using 
VPN from Brazil. Throw from somewhere else to Brazil. I don't really know what that the could be is a well. possibility. I, I did yeah. wonder if that that could be it. So yeah, if, you, if if that's what you're doing, let us know that as well because that would get us to the end of the mystery. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no. but at the moment we're very happy with that. When Adam sent me that, I was like, "That's awesome, dude!" Like, so happy. And we 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 always agree every week that we're both having a blast doing it. So it's yeah. even cooler when people want to listen to it, and it? it's wicked. Yeah. Well, I think I read a while ago, uh, according to. I think it's Buzzsprout. Uh, if you get 26 or more listens in your first week, you're in the top 50% of podcasts. Wow. And we're, we're probably getting double that. So, yeah, I'm well happy with where oh, we good, are. Man. I just want to... Uh, yeah. Obviously, obviously, what we're doing is working. So, so yeah, we, 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 we do obviously keep... Uh, we do obviously keep saying like to people to share our stuff. But it's down to us at the end of the day. We've got to be awesome enough to what for to, for people to want to share it and so yeah yeah definitely yeah so it's it makes me happy that we are doing a good job <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like you said. yeah yeah i think so man i'm loving it yeah so uh, thank you to it. everybody who's um listened so far and and all the other everything else um <laughs> thank <laughs> you to everybody uh, i don't know yeah thank you so so much for everything you everybody fucking struggling with the words <laughs> you lot have made me speechless thank you <laughs> <laughs> any news you want to share with us um no nothing nothing no no new news as of yet oh although i will say one thing quickly there's one thing that i wanted to talk about right cool this whole machine gun kelly slipknot mm. thing who cares <laughs> yeah yeah I like that. Like, there's so many people, they're making memes in Machine Gun Kelly, right? And I'm sure I've said this on the show before, right? As much as I love Slipknot, I think Corey Taylor has got his head up his own arse, right? But these bands, and I I I know it from being in bands. Yeah, I haven't been in like a huge band or anything. Bands talk shit about each other constantly. All these bands will talk shit about another band and another band will talk shit about them. Slipknot have probably talked shit about a load of bands it's just things that happen and i don't understand why people are going so crazy about it they're like oh my god how could he say that well one he's allowed to have his own opinion so (laughs) and the other thing is who the fuck cares yeah why is this even news sorry it really fucked me off i was like i really couldn't give a shit and i've been a slipknot fan for like 20 years yeah and I could care less what someone says about them. I I like that. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I yeah. Would, I couldn't really care. It just I've seen it shared by any a, anyone and everyone on on social yeah. media sites, and it's yeah. like I don't care. Like, like you said, no, no. It's all the big stories everyone shares, or all the the funniest memes. So many people feel like they need to share it, and and yeah. like, I, I'm like I don't care. Like, it's it's not that yeah. interesting. But then that could just be us. You know, um, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe pe- other people do care, but I, I really couldn't care less. I was yeah. just like, oh, well, <laughs> is that news now? Apparently, well, to be honest, there's not much really else going on in the rock world, is there? So I'm suppose that is news these days. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, it's all that kind of thing that I see other people share, like other podcasters, other like the the news magazines, Kerrang or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, am I supposed to be doing that? I don't want to do that. Like, if you're seeing it from me, you've probably seen it from someone else first. 
Yeah, you know? yeah. So I, I don't want to just be repeating what everybody else is doing. Yeah, I just, I it just, it just annoyed me. Yeah. So I was just like, just wanted to say what I thought about the issue. I couldn't care less. But yeah. yeah. But obviously, I do care. But I don't really care about the subject matter. I just care about what it's actually meant for it to actually happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. And um, uh, and it well, it, he probably only just said it because well, no, uh, what's what's the right phrase? No, it's not. No news is good news. That's what people say to me at work. It's um, no <laughs> publicity is bad publicity something like that oh it's true though yeah bad publicity yeah. is good publicity like yeah. well you know unless you've done something really bad but if it's nothing major as long as your face is out there i could tell you right now these things happen all the time it's like all the kanye west stuff yeah you know some, some of these people they get told to do specific things yeah because and they look at the record sales or the spotify watches and they'll go up straight away it's all about being relevant and in the media and it doesn't really matter what for if it's nothing you know if you haven't killed anyone or done anything really bad these people have a plan with all that sort of shit and people hate to think about it but all the bands that we listen to they all do the same they do the same stuff as the pop they got the same managers as the people in the pop bands they're all in the same world now it's it's all bungled up they're doing all the same shit that all these other pop artists are doing to try and get as many sales as possible because the money's been squeezed out of the the music industry so yeah. it's gonna happen it's gonna get even worse it's gonna get even more and more cringy i'm sure soon you'll just have bands that just play specifically on tiktok so yeah it's just i'm just gonna take whatever comes you know what I mean, <laughs> at the moment like but yeah but yeah let's not get into because i'll start i'll go i'll start going off and i don't want to go off i want i want this to be a happy show so <laughs> yeah. continue to the next right. subject cool <laughs> uh yeah no I, I i could talk about that for a long time because uh i mean I, i'm no pro but i do have a few sort of um opinions i try not to have opinions mm-hmm. but yeah like like you said it's all it's all planned out in advance yeah yeah let's uh well well i mean this week th- this week we are talking about download 2004 aren't we and we and we did say we um we're gonna, just going to go over some of the stuff that was released in 2004 some of the albums because uh mm-hmm. when uh when i said about all those uh, was it last episode? Was the episode before? Yeah, uh, I think it was last episode where I said about all the songs that I was mentioning from like pre two thousand eight. Most of them were from two thousand and three, and I thought it was cool yeah. when you sort of went and found a load of two thousand and three albums. So I thought yeah. it'd be a good idea to find a good list of albums that were released in two that two thousand and four because okay, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm struggling to remember two thousand and four, and I'm sure there's going to be lots of other people the same as me. So like knowing what albums came out it might help you get back into that headspace as well and and go oh do you know what yeah that was the year i was listening to i don't know kill switches um end of heartache album because that was released in 2004 like knowing that yeah. might take you back so uh it might turn out to be a bit of a long chat about this so it might end up being like as a bonus episode as itself but uh we'll see how it goes because i don't really want to rush yeah, yeah. through it i don't yeah. want to just list all these bands and albums in one rush like uh, rushing commentary that's not the right words you know i do want to stop and talk about some of them as well yeah yeah definitely yeah definitely yeah it's, this is good to um like we said before we kind of just want to set the scene and cast people's memories back if they can remember 2004 so we're in the right mood to look at the download lineup and discuss what happened so yeah yeah. Well, you said you had some games as well. 
I've got some. Shall I do? Shall I do some stuff that I remember from 2004 before we do the music? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Two of my most vivid memories of 2004 was it was when the far the first Mars rover landed. Yeah, I remember that. Because I, I just because I love astronomy and stuff. Nut. <laughs> yeah, and I was like just so amazed, and when it sent back the first pictures, and I was like, "That's fucking sick! It looks so sick." It was like barren though, and I was expecting some good alien shit, but that good. wasn't obviously going to happen. <laughs> the other thing that I vividly remember is um, it was the year that Friends ended. Oh, was it? Huh. Yeah, and I, I I have very vivid memories of watching the show throughout the years, but I really remember watching that last episode. And then I was like, oh, I wonder how many people... I was looking back and someone someone said to me, oh, how many people watched it? This is mental, right? 52 million people watched the last episode of Friends. I think that I saw that. That is insane. Yeah, I think I saw that recently when they did the uh, the the interview with them all. Oh, the reunion. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it might have had that statistic on there. That's mental yeah and then when i was talking to vicky's dad about it, he's like god imagine if you had one of the adverts in between imagine that ad yeah. revenue and i'm like <laughs> oh my lord could you imagine if you had your advert with 52 million people watching holy shit that would be like the most prime time advert slot you could ever get yeah <laughs> so yeah i thought i thought that was cool but they're like two things i remember and then i was thinking what games came out in 2004 that i loved and the ones that came to mind straight away halo 2 one of the biggest games of all time, one of the best in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, San Andreas came out in 2004, yeah. which is insane. Uh, World of Warcraft came out in 2004. Yeah. And um, the first Far Cry, which I have vivid memories of playing. They're like the games that I really remember from that time. Because I, I wasn't big into like, wow, World of Warcraft, but all the people I knew were. Right. And that always sticks in, it always reminds me of that like year. Yeah. Um. And then in sports, I remember that was in the Premier League, Arsenal's invincible season oh, where they didn't it? lose a game. Uh, that was the invincible one because people obviously remember that. It's quite, it's quite a feat. No one's done it to this day. Yeah. And then I was thinking it was a really good year for comedy films, right? <laughs> All these comedy films I love and they came out in 2004, right? Dodgeball, yeah. Starsky and Hutch, Anchorman, Team America, Team America. Life Aquatic, SpongeBob SquarePants movie, Don't Laugh, it's one of my favourite films. 40-Year-Old Virgin and Shaun of the Dead all came out in that year. That's a fucking good year for comedies. I, I liked Shaun of the Dead. All the others, I I, I didn't take to that new style of comedy. Uh, <gasps> like, like I said, with Anchorman. Yeah, man. I, I like them, but I didn't like them as much as what you had before, like American Pie. Um, oh, okay. It, like was the, like, it was like the, the first wave of that sort of... Yeah. It changed a bit, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, it was just like a new style of comedy with like all these new actors and and um oh what was his name? Love Love McLovin. Um all yeah, those yeah. sort of new actors as well and I just I was probably old I was probably feeling old back then and I was like, Oh I don't like change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, no, I enjoyed them but I, they were hyped more than I thought they should have been. Everyone absolutely loved them and I was like, Well they're okay. Yeah. Oh, that, that that I loved all all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'd say Forty Year Old Virgin and um, Anchorman are like pretty up there for me when it comes to comedy films, just because 
all the people I know, we could just quote them all day long. There's yeah. always a time when an, either an anchorman or a 40-year-old virgin quote or something like that is going to come out somewhere. So yeah, they, 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 with my lot and my friends, they, we were big with all those films. We watched them fucking tirelessly. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, that's all the minus music stuff that I remember for 2004 from like my head and just thinking about stuff. If 40-year-old virgin was around then, I think... Was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back around the same kind of time? I think that was 2003. Was it? I think so. Um, that's a good question. Let me look. Because that also is a fucking awesome film. Fucking hell. <laughs> it was 2001 Jay and Silent Bob was came it? out. Yeah, I thought it was a lot later than that as well. But yeah, it was 2001. So it was way earlier. I say way earlier, but three years before. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, but anyway, that's, so yeah, that's my non-music memory stuff. But you go, man. Hit us up with some stuff from 2004. Let's take our minds back, baby. Well, the first one I want to say is uh, Cradle of Filth and Infetamine because because you said uh, nice. San Andreas and we said that last episode. I, I listened to that. <laughs> yeah. so, well, I listened to that song so much uh, when yeah. I was playing um, San Andreas. But um, nice. So I don't, I don't really know how much detail to go into because there's obviously lots of bands that i like or i've heard of but there's lots of bands that other people would have heard of so i kind of want to say all of these bands but there's like about 60 of them is that 60 now maybe not 60 well like maybe 50. just pick pick them out go through and pick them out you yeah. don't have to say all of them and i've got a list here so if there's any that you haven't said i'll say that they're ones that i was listening to at the time afterwards yeah cool. i've got about 13 here but some of them might not be on that list it was just a wikipedia page that i found and it's got a list of um, newly formed bands in 2004 as well. <laughs> nice. There's loads nice. there that I've never heard of, uh, like a dozen. I think it says Furies, but it could be a dozen Furries. It's a bit too <laughs> I don't know what that long is. Ago. Yeah. I've never heard of them. Like a, a hero, a fake, fuck all them. Um, Aelstorm, uh, Ultra Bridge, Architect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bring Me the Horizon formed in 2004. Did they? I thought they were a bit older than that. But yeah, a lot of these probably aren't even a band anymore because this was probably, what was it, 17 years ago still. Yeah, some people probably would have formed and broken up within since 2004. Yeah, uh, definitely. Star Symmetry. Oh, yes. Warbringer and Wolfmother. They're, they're fairly big-ish bands, aren't they? Yeah, Wolfmother were. I don't even know if they're still together, but yeah, they were huge. And there were some bands that reformed. Uh, Megadeth and Motley Crue were oh, okay, split up yeah. for a bit before that. But um, yeah, some of the albums, uh, we've got um, Three Inches of Blood, Advance and Vanquish. I, I didn't like. They didn't get into that album, but I know they're a big band. I never got into Three Inches of Blood. I think I had them on a couple of Metal Hammer CDs, yeah. but it never grabbed me. Okay. Maybe I should go back and give them a try. But yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people that liked them, but I, I wasn't into them at the time, no. Well, I I probably heard the same song you did on on one of those um, like Metal Hammer magazines. I yeah, I really liked that song. I, I can't remember what song it was now, but I but not not enough to get the album. Three. I want to say yeah, it was just called something like Battle Metal, Three Inches of or maybe maybe that was Terrasas. I'm not sure. Um, Thirty Six Crazy Fists, the Snowcapped Romance. Oh fucking great album that is yeah i rinsed that, that to death was a good album also that's got their um first song i the, the song i heard walking through 
uh, to my first download was from that album. They were playing it on the stereo speakers were when they? I walked through through the entrance of download. Awesome. Do you remember which one? Shit. <laughs> it's not called shit. It's not called shit. Shit. Wait, 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 wait. I'll find out when I when I have a phone that works. Come on, come on. It was Destroy the Map. Okay. Destroy the Map was the, yeah. When I was walking through the entrance of download, yeah. that was playing on the speakers. So that memory, it always reminds me of that memory, that song. But yeah, decent album, man. So sick. It was. I, I think I remember the first half or the first sort of three quarters being really good. The last few songs, maybe I sort of got bored by that point. I'm not sure. or just stopped listening, but... Or maybe they just weren't very good. I can't remember now. It's been a while. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, All That Remains, This Darkened Heart. Uh, not one that I got into. Alter Bridge, One Day Remains. This is a good album. A Monomath, Fate of Norns. Atreyu, The Curse. Oh, I've got that on my list. Have you? I fucking rinsed the album. So sick. Uh, Behemoth, Demigod, Black Label Society. I remember they were big back then. I don't really know people are they even still going i don't know i don't know probably probably still playing stuff i would have thought breaking benjamin we're not alone but i can't put my finger on which album that is because i put them all on <laughs> just listen to them all <laughs> at once uh cannibal corpse the wretched spawn chevelle i think they were meant to be quite big maybe just in just in america maybe not so much over here mm. cradle of filth like i said an amphetamine damage plan newfound power yeah I, I bought that yeah. album. I have that album, but I know I never I never got into it. Well, that is that's a massive year. It was the year Dimebag was shot. Yeah, yeah. And all damage plan obviously played download that year. Yeah, yeah. Um, Crazy. Decapitated. They were. I'm sure they were a big band back then. Um, Day aside. God, a lot of these bands. So I only skimmed through this list earlier. I didn't look at every name. Yeah, all these bands I remember hearing a lot about at the time. The Dillinger Escape Plan, Miss, Miss Machine, is that? Dio, Master of the Moon, uh, Dragon Force. Are you a fan of them? No, no, I never never was a Dragon Force no, guy. No, me either. Dream Theater, live at Budokan. I, I wasn't going to say any live or, or compilation albums, but I don't know, this seems to be, I, I think I remember that being a big one. Drowning Pool, Desensitized. Uh, what else have we got? Fear Factory, Archetype. I think they actually had been broken up for a little while. That's on my list. That album is fucking sick, mate. Archetype's one of my favourite Fear Factory albums. I never... Albums, boom. I never got Kills. any of albums, I don't think. Um, Missing out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm huge. I'm a huge Fear Factory guy, though. Yeah. I love all the albums. I just... Oh, I was obsessed with them from day one. Me and my mate Wesley walking around in like... 2000 with our demanufacture hoodies on yeah Going, yeah man fucking hell, i love fear factory still yeah. the same thing now still wearing my demanufacture t-shirt <laughs> you know what uh one thing i was gonna say last week when i was talking about uh going to taunton going to martian records it was one of those shops that had all of the t-shirts and hoodies hung up on the walls nice. on the ceilings all the patches it's awesome you don't really i, so I don't know sick. if you get them still anymore I haven't seen one for a while, but I don't really you, go out. No, I mean you you still you can still go to Camden and see some stalls that will have like T shirts up and stuff and patches and that. Yeah. But you'd never have that in a record store. I mean you, I suppose H and B have the little T shirt bit. 
mm. which is still pretty cool that they actually have that now. But yeah, yeah you, you don't get the same vibe as you used to. It but was just so not sick. Not hung up, then. like all across the wall. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Ama- and just rails and rails of black t-shirts. That's what you had in Jamming with Edwards in Harrow. Yeah. And you just go through and you'd be like, oh, yes, so many <laughs> sick t-shirts, man. Loved it. Awesome. Where did we get to? Uh, Iced Earth, I think they were a bit, uh, a bit, bit, I was going to say a bit good. <laughs> they um, were a bit good. <laughs> In Flames, soundtrack to your escape. That is also on my list. I, I wasn't a fan of them at that point. I was a fan of them from Come Clarity. Is it Come Clarity? Yeah, there's the one after, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's one after. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, soundtrack to your escapes was fucking awesome, man. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, that album was sick. That's on my list of and albums I would I was definitely listening to in 2004. So sick. Awesome. One I said a minute ago, Kill Switch Engage, The End of Heartache. Did I say that one? Yeah, I did say yeah. that one. Yeah, that was that's on my list as well. Killed that album. I got that album for, specifically for, the Rose of Sharon song, and that was the only song on it that I liked. Really? Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I just never got onto it. So I've never been a Killswitch fan because of it. And I and it's so many people are like huge, huge Killswitch Engage fans. And yeah. I'm like, I can't. I, I, yeah, it just never, never grabbed And me. this is where Simon quit the podcast. <laughs> I'm joking, man. It's fair enough. It's fair enough. But uh, I would assume that you would be a Killswitch fan. Yeah, because everybody is. Yeah. <laughs> I would just naturally assume it because, well, I would have thought in different forms of metal, I'm sure everyone's heard at least one Killswitch track that they like or a couple or they like at least one album. They're just such a fucking good band. And for yeah. that period of like from the album before that up to, even to now, they're still pumping out shit that's fucking great. They're just one of those bands that just keeps making good music. So I'm just really yeah. surprised that you, you're not a fan. <laughs> like mental. Yeah, well- I don't dislike them. There have been a few singles that I liked, but um, yeah, just I, I suppose because I've never had an album that I like, I don't class myself as a fan fan. Yeah. Have you ever watched them at Download? I'm sure I probably have. I probably yeah. saw them. Did they play? No, they didn't play 2004. We'll get into that in a little bit anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kitty, I didn't realise they were still going. I thought you only had one song. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I think I did try and get into them as well, some of their other stuff. Uh, just just couldn't. Um, Lamb of God, that's going to be on your list, I assume. Ashes of the Wake, yeah, it's on my yeah. list. I fucking love that album. It's so sick. Even to this day, man, that album kills. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one I assume is on your list, uh, The Monster... Was that The Monsterican Dream by Lordy? Uh, that's not on my list, but I was no. definitely listening to that album. Yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, it was. Um, I see. I I was a huge fan of Lordy before they won Eurovision. Oh yeah, and me then, too. Oh, and gotcha. then they won Eurovision. I was like, I see. I it's annoying, isn't it? That they suddenly become huge. And he's like, yeah, I liked them first. Yeah, yeah. I I I was a hipster before being a hipster was cool. I liked them first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think I played Devil Is a Loser like a million times over and over again because it's such yeah. a fucking tune. And Blood yeah. Red Sandman and all that stuff, all this stuff from that oh, album. It's, it's so, so sick, dude. Yeah. So sick. But I did the same with Alien Ant Farm as well. Did Did you see their first? Um, they they released movies before Smooth Criminal with a different yeah. video, and I loved them from that. And then was that the one where they were crashing the the award ceremony? No, that's a no, different that song. That was um, these days. What's the uh, What's the other video then? 
Uh, it's just like, you know, just in a grey room. They, they they were nobodies at that point, and so they didn't have any money. And then they released Smooth Criminal, made lots of money, and they were like, well, we're going to re-release movies, and then movies just And they done that up. video. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure I remember the f- the first video. Yeah. Oh, that's proper old school. Um, where, where are we now? Mastodon, Leviathan. I was never a huge fan of Mastodon either. I love Mastodon, but I'm not a huge fan of that album. No? The first one I got turned on to okay. was the next one, the um, uh, Blood Red Mountain. Okay. That's the one That's the one that I got turned on to them. But yeah, Leviathan's never been one of my favourites. Yeah. I suppose that is an option. I... I if if I want to say I'm a band of a fan of some of a band, I have to like all of their stuff. I can't I can't just go. Oh, I like like two of their eight albums, so I'm a fan, but not a huge fan. I yeah. should I should be able to do that. I probably I probably can't. No, I can now. You I, should be able to do it. Like some bands just make albums that are. I'm I'm sure I can't think I can't think of any right now, but there are probably bands that where there's one album that I fucking love. And I'm probably not too keen on the rest of the stuff. Yeah. So, this, but yeah, that must ha- it must happen all the time. But you can still call yourself a fan of the band. Yeah. Yeah. You could like one song and still say you're a fan of the band. I'm sure people <laughs> like one song of the band and then they go and buy the t-shirt. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm sure people do that anyway. So I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, like I said, if 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 I hear, I don't know, maybe if I just don't like their style. I just don't bother listening to any of their albums. But I mean, now, like you said, now I've got a spot. I don't have time to listen to new stuff. I I should. I, I've said I, I have like 25 to 30 hours a week to listen to stuff. Mm. But I find that I haven't, I still haven't got enough time because I'm listening. I'm trying to divide my time between podcasts and music now. Oh, and I've just discovered, oh, I should have said this earlier. I'm going off on one. I don't care. Um, I <laughs> uh, From Reddit, I discovered a new um music podcast like someone asked about music history and they said uh, there's a podcast called the ongoing history of music or something like that with a guy named alan i have to find it because i'm not going to give rubbish information yeah oh the um yeah the podcast was the ongoing history of new music with uh a, a, a canadian guy called alan cross uh but nice. the people who have listened to it uh, on Reddit, who was sort of saying, saying as a, as a suggestion, was saying that he is like a walking encyclopedia of all things music. He knows so much, so I'm going to start listening to that, and that's even less time I've got for new stuff to listen to <laughs> or old bands or old albums. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I mean, I have been trying other stuff, so I'm sure there will be bands like Mastodon, like Killswitch, that I might go back and try and listen to a different album to the one that I've listened to. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I might become a fan after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, there was also Megadeth album. The system has failed. I've never been a huge Megadeth fan. Me neither. Yeah, uh, Meshuggah. I think that is just a a forward slash <laughs> is is the title. <laughs> a friend of mine is a huge Meshuggah fan. I I could never get into them. I think I tried them. They are good. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Really good. I've I, I, they've been on my list of bands to see live because apparently they're just fucking insane live. So yeah, definitely on my list next time they play. Well, as we got here, um, Nemic or Nemic Nemic. Don't remember that. I remember them being a huge, huge um, band at the time. Really? Well, I think they were huge. 
I don't know. I've, I don't think I've ever heard of him. Maybe it was just so the the guy who gave me the um the mixtape of the mix CD. I think he was a big fan of them. So maybe ah. it was just that they were brought up a lot around me and in, in sort of in my circle. Yeah, yeah. Monster Magnet. Mm-hmm. They were they. Was there something else? Another band Magnet? that I wish I'd listened to more because I listened to Monster Magnet not long ago and I was like, sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, at the time, I just didn't listen to them. Uh, they're on my list of bands to go back to and check out. Yeah. Uh, Motorhead, Inferno. Oh, oh, fuck. Why don't I put that down? Inferno's a great album. Is it? Again, I've never yeah, listened to really much Motorhead good. stuff. Oh. Nightwish, Once. Um, oh, I'm pretty sure well, with Intimidation are on here as well uh, because they realised that female singers with the with that operatic kind of singing is popular. So they went, oh, yes, let's release them over in yeah, the yeah, UK. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, have we said before? Or, or I can't remember, but um, Nightwish had like nine albums out uh, over in like mainland Europe before, before Evanescence brought out. Fallen. Oh yeah, fallen. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Fallen. But yeah. They, they just weren't, you know, they weren't pushed anywhere else because they didn't think it was going to be popular. And then Nightwish came out. I was like, oh, oh, let's uh, let's push them. <laughs> Fair play to them. Yeah, Orange Goblin. Oh, we said about them. Do, were they? I I listened to them. They were quite. They were quite funky. I think they were. Were they quite funky? Groovy. I think. Yeah, that's what I wrote down. Because I listened to like the groove metal stuff. Yeah. yeah. Another band that I've always heard about, but never actually listened to. But yeah. I've seen the name for years everywhere, yeah. Yeah, Otep. I was never a fan of Otep. Papa Roach, Getting Away With Murder. Yeah, that's I on my list. fucking love that album. It's a great album, yeah. With you on that one, dude. Cool album, that is. Pig Destroyer. I don't know if you're a fan. I... No. Probot. You remember that? Probot. Was that one of Dave Grohl's... Yeah, projects. one of Dave Grohl's millions of projects. Yeah, I remember that. Couldn't fucking tell you what it sounded like or who else was <laughs> in the band. No idea. I wouldn't be able to, but I listened to, what was it? When I was listening to the Countdown to Classic episode of all the um, like the pre-2008 stuff they were talking about, one of them brought it up in that and he said that basically Dave Grohl wrote a load of songs and invited other people on to sort of guest on them and so like he wrote a song that sounded like motorhead and got lemmy to come and guest on it oh, so it okay. sounded like a motorhead song and it was with uh, with um with lemmy and and it was apparently loads of other like songs like that in different styles or in oh, the style cool. of the other band i suppose dave Grohl is never short of an idea he's no. always been one of those people he's just literally willing to do anything like if he thinks it's worth his time so yeah. Fair play to him. Even back then, he was obviously just trying shit. So, fair play to him, man. Yeah. Maybe we should um, say stuff about him, and people will will tweet us, tweet us like I fucking hate Dave Grohl. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. No, I don't. He's great. Ramstein. I'm probably gonna butcher this, but is it Rice or Ricer? Yeah. It's a great album as well. That I don't know why that's not on my list. Yeah. It's a fucking great oh, album, yeah. Mutter was the only album of theirs I ever owned or listened to. Oh my God. Missed out, dude. 
Yeah. Well, do you know, I went to Exeter and bought three albums. I bought Saliva every six seconds, Nickelback, Silver Side Up, and mm-hmm. Mutter. And on the way back, I noticed all three album covers was it was a close up of somebody's face. Ah, oh, it was weird. Weird. That is weird. Yeah. Maybe you were going through some sort of weird face thing. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ramstein's other stuff. I think Ramstein's first album, Ramstein, Ramstein, is probably my favorite Ramstein album. It's f- they were just fucking great from literally note one to now. What a band! What a band! I get, yeah, I will listen to more of their other stuff uh, eventually. Uh, here's, a, here's a band who I was very surprised are actually on this list. The fact that they were this big in 2004 and they are big enough to be on a Wikipedia of a, like a summary of this kind of thing. A band yeah. called Raunchy. Uh, yeah, I I like some Raunchy songs, yeah. You've even heard of Raunchy. I Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, Wasteland Discotheque. Yeah. Yeah, it's an f- insane album. Yeah, To The Lighthouse is on that yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck me. Dude, what a, a absolutely shocking band name. But yeah. fucking great <laughs> band. Like, really good band. Yeah, I love that. I, that album's sick, dude. Absolutely awesome. sick. Awesome. Um, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, see? We don't bond over fucking Kill Switch Engage. <laughs> we bond over fucking Raunchy. <laughs> this is the sort of deep cuts that you're going to get on this podcast, okay? Just think about that, right? <laughs> yeah, fucking hell, man. Yeah, oh, so, um, so the album on here was Confusion Bay, which I can't remember what was on that one at the moment. But again, I listened to them a lot when I got into Hearthstone, like I was saying about earlier. And I would just put all their stuff on, on. Yeah, on yeah. Spotify and just have it on random. And so I didn't. I Actually, never some knew of Raunchy's, from... some of Raunchy's like around 2010 stuff's really good. You might want to go delve into stuff a bit later because they're still pretty good. I love all of it. Oh, they're, good. Even yeah, their latest album. They're in the studio at the moment, actually. Or oh, reco- nice. recording or have recorded. It's coming out soon. But yeah, the latest one was 2016. Um, Vices, Visions, Virtues, I think it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a fucking good album. It took me a little while to get into it, but because I was a fan, I forced myself to get into it. <laughs> I do that with bands that I want to like. But yeah, bands that I'm not too sure, I was like, I listen to it a couple of times, like Kill Switch. I'm like, ah, no, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Fucking stupid. That's cool, yeah. Dude, I'm so glad. I, I'm also awesome. glad. <laughs> Fucking wicked, dude. Well, so we got here then. Saxon, Lionheart, Shadows Fall. I think they were quite big at the time, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, Shadows 4, we're, we're, we're kicking it at that point. Yeah, yeah, hells yeah. Slipknot, Volume 3, Subliminal yeah. Verses. That's on my list. Played that album a lot. Still still one of the best Slipknot albums, I think. Yeah, Love I didn't. Um, Did you not? It, it bothered me that they were... So I think we're going to go off on one a little bit here. I was, I was happy to skip over that one, but... <laughs> um, it bothered me that they were starting to sound more like Stone Sour, or the Corey Taylor was starting to sound more like Stone Sour's. Corey Taylor and I was like I really like uh, Stone Sour's first album and I really like Slipknot but like I didn't want the two to merge I wanted Slipknot to stay heavy and I wanted Stone Sour yeah. to be like Slipknot are now and it didn't happen and I was like you, you, sometimes you can't tell the difference between the two bands anymore yeah I, I don't know I still feel like there's enough difference for Slipknot because uh, I, I there's only if there's only um, what was it 30 31 58 I can't remember what album it was that Stone Sour album I really like but I'm not really too keen on the rest of their stuff. I've always been more of a Slipknot guy than a Stone Sour guy. 
But I was fine. I, I thought subliminal versus was a nice change because Iowa was so heavy. You couldn't yeah. go any more heavy than that. No. <laughs> it, it would have turned into black metal. It would have been almost unlistenable for the general public. They had to sort of go, right, we've done ludicrous and we kind of need to try some other stuff. I was happy with the change at the time. I, I yeah. loved it. I thought it was good that they went, do you know what? Let's just try some other stuff and uh, and do it. Because it still has heavy songs on the album. But like you said, there are a lot of stuff that would that sounds completely different from Slipknot, Slipknot and Iowa. Yeah. It really is in like a different direction. But I, I was fine with it. I, lo- I loved that album. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. No, that's cool. I, 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 I just sort of, I think I just went off of them. You know, I wasn't one of these dickheads who go it's not my slipknot all right it's fucking oh my god the um the, the on some of the posts with saliva with, with their touring their, mm-hmm. their singer left like in 2010 uh josie scott they've got um bobby and maru now i think it is something like that but so there's some people posting like commenting saying oh, it's no it's shit without josie scott and i'm like why you know <laughs> fuck off <laughs> like this some how, people are like that though yeah like how do you think the rest of the band feel you know when when he's been with the band with bobby bobby's been with the band like over 10 years as well now and you're yeah. still posting shit like that so yeah I, I, i'm not like that i wouldn't be like oh no it's not my slipknot fucking i think you get people like that they don't they like if, if someone was to change a singer or change whatever and people were just so stubborn about their love for bands they'll just be like more fucking shit now isn't it but yeah. and they won't even give the new stuff a chance. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Fair enough. But yeah. a lot of people, you know, we, we've talked about this before on the podcast. It's like people that say, "I fucking hate Coldplay." Yeah. Have you ever listened to them? <laughs> no. Uh, then where, where, where? What's your point? What's your point of reference? <laughs> Fuck off. So yeah. yeah, I get you, but yeah, but you, you, dude, you're just gonna get people like that. Idiots. You know you are. Idiots everywhere. Yeah. Fuck but, them. Uh, yeah. So um, well, let's, let's carry on. We're almost there. Uh, Soulfly, Prophecy, that was a big one, wasn't it? Uh, again, I wasn't into them. I wasn't too keen on Prophecy. No? Um, I, I consider myself to be quite the Soulfly fan, but that's not one of my favourites. Uh, I liked 3, the one before. Soulfly 3, that was fucking sick. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, yeah, it's good. It's got a couple of bangers on it, but um, not the best Soulfly album in my eyes. Cool. The Haunted, are they still going? That was another band that I heard a lot of back in the day and never listened. Yeah. Maybe I, sh- maybe I should. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure The Haunted and At The Gates have got some of the same band members, but I'm not sure which one was first, which one the band members moved to. I can't remember. Oh, okay, cool. I'll sort of look into them a bit more at some point. Uh, Unearth, The Oncoming Storm. Yes. Oh, dude. Yes. That's got the Great Divider on it. Fuck yeah. That's I should listen to them. Shit. I think that's one band that I have never once listened to. So I've not even given them a go. But uh, yeah, I will listen to them at some point. They fit into the kind of... Like I was listening to them, uh, Bleeding Through, Lamb of God, those sorts of bands a lot during from like 2003 to like 2007. Yeah. That, that kind of shit. It kind of fits in with that kind of stuff. But Unearth, Unearth Live... Whew. Incredible. Awesome. H- whole place is fucking moving. It's great. Velvet Revolver, Contraband. I bet you're a fan of that. Yeah. That was a huge album. Wow. Okay, I completely forgot about that, but yeah. Uh, almost at the end. Oh, Within Temptation, like I said, The Silent Force. 
I can't believe you heard of raunchy. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, dude. I, 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 it's fucking hell. I'm glad someone else has. Yeah. No, I play them to Shane, the um, uh, the the the, the uh, singer in my, in my band. The guy who does a screaming, and yeah. he's like, "Yeah, this is fucking awesome." <laughs> it's like, well, I've never heard this before. I'm like, I don't think many people know who they are, but it's fucking great. That's the kind of bands I'm into. Did you ever actually look at my Spotify list that I? I don't remember. I think I did. Would have had a raunchy song in there. Really? Yeah. There's there's a few. Might have been. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, there's a few bands like that. There's a band called Nomi that I like. Never heard of those. They're really good. I can't remember what else was on there now. It was a while ago, but yeah, all sort of, they're all lesser known bands like Raunchy, but very similar. I think since I got into Sonic Syndicate, I've gone that way. Any, like lots of bands that were sort of, have taken influence from In Flames. I think In Flames are probably yeah, yeah. one of the first to have like, to be like melodic death metal. So it would have been well, it would have been a lot of European bands doing that. So it would have been a lot of European bands you were listening to. Yeah, doubt. yeah, like uh, mostly Swedish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raunchy Danish. Um, yeah, but most of, most of the bands that I think who is it? Someone told me a band to listen to, and I was like, it's all right, but it's not Swedish enough, you know. You just they just have a specific <laughs> sound, and I was really into that at the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've said to people in other conversations that. The European bands are always ahead of the curve, right? There's songs on that raunchy album, the Wasteland Discotheque, and that album came out when? 2006, I think it was. There's right. songs on that that sound like Bring Me the Horizon, Sent Paternal, which didn't come out till 2013. Really? And there's songs on that that could have been on Sent Paternal by Bring Me the Horizon, like... I always thought that these European bands are so ahead of the curve. Whatever yeah. they come up with is what other people were going to steal <laughs> in a few years' time and make big. Like, it, it's always happened for me with the European bands. I always listen to it and think, yeah, okay. And then, like, two or three years later, British or American bands are just ripping what the, these um, European bands have done and just making it their own, and then they end up getting big from it. And yeah. then bands like Raunchy just stay, like... <laughs> on a certain level like they must be fed up with having their music stolen but yeah that's a, that's a trend that i see but yeah other people might I've, disagree with me but yeah i'll i'll have a listen to that um bring me the horizon album um I'll, I'll i'll try and figure out which um couple of songs it is but they're that's like i was listening to raunchy i don't in the shower and i was like that sounds like something and i was like it fucking sounds like the Saint Paternal album and i was like yeah they've just <laughs> copied like this is literally what it is it's it's crazy it's mental <laughs> Uh, the, the album that was in 2006 was Death Pop Romance. Wasteland oh, okay. Discotheque was 2008. Oh, was it eight? Okay, sorry. I thought it was six. Yeah. Uh, Warriors was on that one. It's a fucking good song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a lighthouse. Again, um, I don't know any others by name, but I'm sure there's ones that I like. Yeah, some bangers on there. Awesome. Uh, another band called Self Deception. Fucking good. No, I've never heard them. of them. Self Deception. Okay, yeah. And Blow Sight. Oh Again, God, okay. they're very poppy. But yeah. As soon as I heard them, I knew they were Swedish for some somehow. They don't sound Swedish, but I just knew they were. I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I fell in love with them. I'm like, where are they from? I bet it's Sweden. <laughs> and I checked it. Was. Yeah. Send me like a little list, dude, and I'll I'll give a couple of them a listen, man. I tell you what, I think I'll send you my dear download. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll 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 check this. out some um some stuff, man. I'm always looking for new stuff. Always. 
Awesome. Um, well, after after the after all the bands that we just said about it, uh, the the next thing on well, the only other thing really on the uh, on this Wikipedia page is disbandments, um, damage plan, obviously. Yeah, uh, there's nothing else. Never Sugar Coma. I think they were a big band. Was that female fronted? Oh yeah, no, I remember mostly Sugar. Female. That sounds really familiar. Sugar Coma. They were around. I'm sure they one of their songs was always 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 on like scuzz or kerrang or whatever it was before that maybe even like oh what was it pj rock was it something oh there was like one that was full of punk stuff oh really oh just before scuzz i do not remember that oh and anyway anyway we have been we've been going on this for a long time there's there's obviously there's also lots of events, but I'm not going to go through them. Uh, but yeah, that's obviously taken quite a lot of time to go through those bands. It might stay in the episode. It might be cut and be used as a bonus episode, but I don't know yet. It, it, I, I don't want it to sound like we're just listing bands for people to go, yeah, you, you know, like if, if, if someone's on stage yeah. and they're not doing very well. So they just go, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to name the headliner and say oh metallica and then everyone roars <laughs> so i don't want it to sound like we're just naming bands for the sake of no we were just trying to set the scene us. see what albums came out right quickly before we move on i'll just whiz out a couple that you missed that i loved in 2004 okay they weren't on that list right uh ones we didn't mention my chemical romance three cheers for sweet revenge yeah see that that came out um alexis on fire watch out that's a fucking great album uh caliban opposite from within yeah. Incubus, Crow Left and the Murder. It's a good, great album. Uh, one of my top 10 favourite albums of all time, N.E.R.D., Fly or Die. Yeah. Um, and uh, Chuck, Sum 41. Uh, okay. Another good album I was listening to it then. But yeah, they're just a couple. But most of the ones you said were already on my list. Yeah. They were already albums that I was fucking just loved. So it, overall, I think that was quite a, not a bad year. I'm sure there's better years for albums, but I would I was happy in 2004 with the albums that were coming <laughs> out. I was like, this is sick. Yeah, well, um, there were actually some more because I started writing the list from uh, a 2004 albums page and then I found the 2004 metal albums. So uh, let's, let's just have a quick look through this list. So one, one I missed, Guns N' Roses Greatest Hits. Like I said, I was going to skip them, but that was the one. Do you, I don't know if you ever had that. You opened it and the top of the CD was all scratched. It was just oh, silver no, no, and it was that. all scratched. Oh, really? That, that's what the... the um, Artwork was was meant to be uh, inflamed. I said that crossfade, crossfade. Spoke about them last about them last episode. I think I reckon that was going to be about it actually though. Seven Dust they had a live album out. Newfound Glory Catalyst. Mm. Avril Lavigne Under My Skin. That was like I saw looking through like top albums of the year, and that actually made it mm. into like top overall albums. I think. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet she was selling. Shitload of albums in 2004, yeah. 18 Visions. Yeah, yeah. oh, dude. <laughs> 18 Visions have got some bangers, man. Tower of Snakes by 18 Visions. That's a fucking tune. I think I knew one song. It was probably like the first one they released, but I can't even remember what it was called now. Lit, Lit, Alex is on Fire. Yeah, I just said that. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, great album. Did I? I'd said the Dillinger Escape Plan. Did I? Miss Machine, mm-hmm. uh, Zebrahead, Waste of MFZB, uh, Ultra Bridge. Did I say them? I think yeah, I yeah, we said that before. Yeah, Head Automatica. There's only the one song I, I liked, liked, but that was a fucking good song. 
What? Who, I, they, they sound so familiar, but I can't picture. They do. Bleeding heart, baby, baby. Is oh, that love song. Oh, yeah. For real? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that song got fucking rinsed in the clubs, man. Yeah. I'd never Came heard it so until much. like about two or three years later. Really? Saliva. Survival of the sickest. How did that, How was that not on there? And raunchy was. Fuck me. <laughs> 12 Stones. Yeah, I remember them. Danzig. They were quite big at the time. Insane, insane Clown Posse. Hell's Pit. Mm. Uh, I reckon that was going to be about it. Bowling for Soup, a hangover you don't deserve. Green Day, American Idiot. The Used in Love and Death. Yeah. Not my favourite used album, but it's got some bangers on it. Uh, good Charlotte. So it was a good. It was a good year for pop punk. All of yeah, them I had. think that it's when it's when, yeah, the sort of emo scene really started to blow up as well. Yeah, like Mike Emma just came out, and then the years after that was like, yeah, it took over. Yeah, because um, did I say I said Good Charlotte? Um, you said some forty one Chuck, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's Simple Plan still not getting any fucking awesome album, and I think. Uh, other than Westlife, allow us to be frank. I think that, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, it's good. That's good though. Like, it's a good, um, it's a good roundup. It's a pretty good year for albums. So yeah, yeah. But that good stuff, man. There weren't many of them that I absolutely loved at the time. So this wasn't a big year for albums for me. I I do think we should go over one week that we're not recording. Just go over uh, 2003 properly like this and release that mm-hmm. as a bonus episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we can talk about and then, I can already think of albums from my head that come out in 2003. Yeah. So yeah. And then we'll do this for all the other years where we talk about Download Festival in that particular year. Yeah, definitely. Year. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to set the scene. Like I said before, it just cast people's minds back, get you in that 2004. Maybe now you go back and listen to a few albums that you forgot about because I'm certainly going to go back and listen to a few that I forgot about. So uh, yeah, yeah. it'll be a good chance to get back in the 2004 mindset. Yeah. Uh, so, Download Festival 2004. As I've said, there's a lot that I don't remember. Well, I, I think I have like two memories. I've read a few bits, but yeah, literally the only two memories I have is obviously it was the year that Lars Ulrich didn't make it. Yeah, he was sick or something, wasn't he? Yeah. There's a couple of things on YouTube where they talk about what happened and he was he could he was sick so he couldn't fly and then they were all panicking because they'd already flown out and they were like <laughs> shit we got to get someone to play and I remember they got Dave Lombardo didn't they from Slayer and yeah. um and Joey from Slipknot and apparently uh, Joey used to play in a Metallica cover band yeah so we already knew half the songs so yeah. they're like right definitely you like we're definitely using you and apparently they just spent the entirety of the day just in like a makeshift practice room just rehearsing together to yeah play the gig yeah they also had um lars's drum tech play one oh or two yeah songs. Of yeah 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 so it, the book that i was uh i was just scanning through earlier one of the um one of the sort of little interviews said that lars had a panic attack on the plane over and he ended up staying in a uh he was in a in a hospital in bell berlin belgium but i think it might be in berlin I think it was Germany, yeah, in Berlin. Oh, okay. And and the rest of Metallica were there saying, like, don't worry, we we've got this and Lars was saying, No, I was fine. It's just it's just a little panic attack, I'll be fine, but he was hooked up to loads of machines or something. So they were like, No, uh... we're gonna go and leave you here. <laughs> and they just fucked <laughs> off. It was like Now what do we do? We're we're here without a drummer. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Mental. 
but yeah i don't i remember a little bit about that i remember looking at the bassist a lot actually because was it quite a new bassist at that point yeah um rob, uh, rob Tigillo had only been in the band for a year at that point yeah um and he, he was just like he was like stayed like a crab for a lot of it like yeah, legs really wide very, apart very much a crab man yeah but yeah no I, I i think i spent most of the gig looking at him i i was i was a bit of a metallica fan at the time not a massive fan uh, another thing i said last episode i I never really got into their earlier stuff uh like the the first four albums i think it was wasn't it ride the lightning master of puppets uh and justice for all and kill em all is that the four yeah jesus well remembered <laughs> well the metallica i know but still and and, and albums, well, I, I think um out of those I, I think Killer Mall's incredible. I'm yeah. not, and I, I, I'm not like a thrash guy. I've I've never been too big, much of a thrash guy. But out of those four, Master of Puppets is is a, this isn't sort of a pun. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> it is. It's insane. And Killer Mall. Yeah. James Hetfield sounds like he's about twelve years old on it. Really. Um, Ride the Lightning. Yeah. Ride the Lightning and Injustice for All were never two of my favorite metallica albums but the other two yeah fucking insane yeah i i can't say i've even listened to them if i'm honest um not not even once um did you, you i reckon you should I, just put on master of puppets I should, maybe maybe i'll do that tomorrow I'll, I'll be, yeah it's i've really said good. that loads tonight i'm gonna listen to this band listen to this band maybe maybe no podcast next week just music <laughs> just music we'll have a listening party We'll yeah. just sit in Discord and listen to music and just be like, yeah, whatever. Like, we're just going to listen to music. Yeah, I I thought, I I wondered. I had that in my notes a few episodes ago. I think maybe for the Senjutsu episode. I, yeah. I thought, why don't, like, well, maybe they do. do. Do music venues hold listening parties like that? Like, the the day a massive album comes out and they say, like, well, when you come down to the pub, get some beers and we'll put the album on start to finish. Yeah, I think you. I, I mean, bands do it, have listening parties. Yeah, because they, I mean they'll do that, but they'll only be in certain small venues. Yeah, but also in other places, you've got to have all the licensing, don't you, to be able to play it to people. So yeah, but most will do. Most will have the license anyway because they'll have a jukebox, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like the PRS license or whatever it's called. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I did yeah, wonder. I don't, if... Yeah, I don't know that could be a, a thing to do in the future or, or if anybody does it already. That's a good question. I'd love to go to a listening party. That'd be cool. Yeah. I've done listening parties with friends, like literally, weirdly mentioning Metallica, in 20, I think, 16, uh, me and my friend Sh- Shane, Ian and Carter, we listened to all the Iron Maiden albums, um, uh, Metallica albums from first one to the last one. Yeah. And we just got pissed while listening to them. <laughs> awesome. And it was just like a listening party. We're like, hey, let's just listen to all the Metallica albums. Yeah, sweet, come over. <laughs> let's have a Metallica party. Yeah. But if you do it in a pub, you'd have like, you'd have four or five minutes in between songs to let people go to get more drinks or to chat about the song. And then... Oh, the that's next, a great idea. The next yeah. song of the album. Yeah, you do it like... It'd be like a cinema, but for music. Okay, I like that. That's very cool. Good idea, dude. Awesome. You might have just invented something. <laughs> or it might already exist. But it yeah. might exist. It, I'd, I'd be surprised if it doesn't, but it's not something I've heard of. And music's been around for a long time. Well, it's been popular. I, I, some people must do it. Uh, anyway, going back to 2004. 
Yeah, we're talking about Metallica, weren't we? Uh, yeah, like I was saying, I, I've never been a huge fan. Um, I, I absolutely love the the Black album, like everybody does. Oh, yeah, great album. And I actually quite liked Load and Reload as well. Fucking love Load and Reload. Yeah. Hells yeah. Uh, what was it? The House That Jack Built is probably one of my favourite songs of theirs. <laughs> it's really nice. good. Nice. But uh, yeah, like, I've, never, I've never gone back to listen to their thrashier stuff. So it, it wasn't a huge deal for me uh, seeing seeing that. I mean, it was cool at the time, but uh, it's, yeah. it's something that I, I kind of I've forgotten what it was like while I was there. Obviously, I never forgot that it happened, but I'd forgotten what it was like or forgotten the experience of it until I heard the interview with Andy Copping, and he was talking about it and talking about it in in quite a bit of detail and with emotion as well, and that that brought it back a little bit. But um, mm. Yeah, that was that was obviously very cool, and it's sort of a legendary thing that's happened at Download Festival. But but that year, yeah. lots of shit went wrong. Really? Yeah. So uh, I've got the um, I've got the I I haven't got my book. I should have written stuff down while I was reading it, but I was eating pizza at the same time. Um, <laughs> uh, Soil didn't make it for their set. Two different interviews. One said they got lost on the way to Donington, and one said they broke down. <laughs> so they they just missed their set, and then Drowning Pool let them come on to play a song with them. I think they did Halo after as well. Nice. Who else? Slayer. Uh, Slayer got there, but their equipment didn't. So they missed their set, and they I think maybe they played somewhere else. Oh shit. Not somewhere else, played somewhere else on the bill. I can't remember exactly what it said. Uh, I'm sure there was a couple other things as well. One thing, probably the only other memory I have was um, Iggy and the Stooges. Not not a band that I've really heard much about since or before that, really. But um, I, I was watching them anyway. And um, they, they got like 200 people up on stage. He was just like, yeah, fuck the security. Everybody get up here. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody got up there. It was, it was quite nice. funny. It was hilarious. Uh, I think I was I was sort of because it was the old layout. I was over on the left hand side. I think at that point, I see I was probably quite close to the front of the stage because I had a good view of it. But over on the like the hill on the left hand side where you could just sit down and you could still see everything quite quite nicely. Yeah, yeah, classic. I want to say I miss the old layout, but it's been like the new layout for such a long time now. I've just got used to it. Um, the new layout is the old layout now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> true. The other layout's the old, old layout. Yeah, I've still not watched the video about of what they're going to change. Yeah, have you not? No. Yeah, it's um, it's a it's a really good video. It's insightful. Obviously, like me and you, if if, if people are interested in the um, you know, the workings and the logistics of the festival. I mean, I work in facilities as a job, so to me. Any of that stuff is interesting, how it functions and how it runs anyway. So um, yeah. it's a really cool video just to show you the difficulties they have to have and why things have to change. It's interesting if you're a nerd. Yeah. So you'll probably love it because I loved it. So <laughs> I probably would. <laughs> oh, I was about to say something else. You were on Iggy and the Stooges. Yeah. And then you said something else. And Sorry. I was about to say something else. Sorry. Uh, it kind of kind of like what podcasts is do. That's what I was going to do, but um, <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. It comes Don't worry. It will, if it comes back, it comes back. It it will come back. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was going to talk about uh, Wayback Machine. I tried having a look at the website on the Wayback Machine again as well. Yeah. But 
I don't have a flash player anymore, and it <laughs> it comes up. It requires like, flash. Nice. It require it it, it 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 states specifically it heavily uses uses heavily flash heavily right. uses flash, and I was like I couldn't I couldn't see much. Oh damn! But uh, so I I couldn't even. Oh, I wonder if I got the ticket. I couldn't even see how much it was because I I forgot that last time. Do I I should have the ticket here somewhere. Who play? Oh yeah, yeah, there it is. Does it have the price on here? It, it will do. The two thousand and five one did. There's my ticket. It's a bit ripped. Oh my lord! The price is underneath my finger here. How much do you reckon that says? All right, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna use some some thing. Right. Okay, I know for a fact that two thousand and five was three days, and two thousand and four was two. Two thousand and five was a hundred and thirty-five pounds for the three days. Yeah. So I'm going to say 95 quid. Uh, well, it says 80, but it does say including that subject to booking fee. Um, and the I was wrong. The um, It was 95 pounds for the 2003 one. Oh, OK. That included camping. So there's no way 2004 was cheaper. So probably, what did you say? I said 95. 95. I would say it was probably like 105 to 110. Mm-hmm. I, I've got all of the older ones. I've got all of the tickets up to about 2009, 2010. And yeah. I can't find the later ones. Oh, damn. I'm going to have them somewhere, but it's just a case of finding them. But yeah, I've still got them all in my little ticket oh, thing dude. here. The only one I'm missing is my 2014 ticket. I don't yeah. know where my wristband all my tickets gone. It's the only one I haven't got sewn in on my jacket because I can't find yeah. the wristband. And it's the only other ticket I can't find for some reason. Sorry, did I say 14? I meant 13. Yeah, I think you did say 14. Did I say... Yeah, so I meant 2013, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the only two memories I have at the moment. Of watching uh, bands? Yeah. Well, generally. Do you not, So you don't um, remember any of Linkin Park? Not really. Oh, oh, a little damn. bit. They uh, they had those little things they stand on with the fans underneath, didn't they? Yeah. So I think I think I remember watching them just about, but not a lot, if I'm honest. That's fair enough. I mean, this lineup is insane. The main stage on the Sunday, um, uh, what is that? Is it? Su- yeah, Sunday is ludicrous. Il Nino, Soulfly, Machine Head, Slayer, Slipknot, Corn, Metallica. Are you having a fucking bubble? That is unreal. <laughs> that is literally unreal. People would give their left arm to go to that show. That is nuts. Literally. I'm sure I liked Machine Head at that point, but I don't remember seeing them. I would have oh. I like exact like exactly like you said, that I wouldn't have left that main stage to see anybody else. Mm. I don't think. Um But I don't remember it at all. I had the Damage Plan album, so I probably was like, oh, yeah, I'm a fan of Damage Plan. Yeah. I probably saw them. Soulfly was Rosie with us. Uh, my, my friend Rosie was the um, Soulfly fan. So, like, if, if he was there, we would have gone to see them. Yeah, you would have seen I'm him. Not yeah, sure. yeah. I'm not sure if he was with us that year. But uh, my friend Jacob, he was a big fan of Breed 77, so maybe we got in. Uh, maybe this yeah. was the year. I remember we took... I noticed the back and we were just sat on the field, like 
yeah, just sat there waiting for the bands to start, just rolling fucking loads of cigarettes for the day. I can't, I can't bother with that anymore. I just buy straights every year and spend <laughs> way too much money on it. Yeah, I think, I think we just parked ourselves by that main stage all day. We must. Yeah, have. yeah, I would have on that day as well. On on this on the first day, I would have missed the Hives Distillers. I would have watched Cradle of Filth, and then I probably would have gone to the Snickers stage. I would have watched Static X definitely. I would have watched Biffy Clyro, Thirty Six Crazy Fists. I definitely wouldn't have missed and Arch Enemy. I wouldn't have missed any of those. Yeah. So all those days would have been good for me, but I think I would have spent spent the majority, apart from Cradle of Filth, uh, some forty one and Park, I would have spent the majority of the day on the Snickers Bowl stage on the on the Saturday. I reckon. Yeah. Uh, so another thing I did read earlier in the book, uh, it said about this year they added a third stage, which was the Barfly stage, mm-hmm. and then it went on to say a lot of the bands weren't really known, and most of them have now split up. I don't know when this when the book was um, written, but it sounded like it was written from not long after, maybe in like the next four or five years. Oh, okay, yeah. After two thousand and four, but like, yeah, they basically said they just put a load of no no names on on the Barfly stage, and then most of them aren't even going Bands anymore. anymore. But I mean, you got the Black Dahlia Murder; they were quite big for a while. Yeah. Suicide Girls is that even a band, or is that that's like that's the ones that. Suicide Girls, the ones that yeah, Suicide like Girls were like uh, it was like no, they, the Suicide Girls were like a, a, a like a an alternative modelling agency, and they'd get their right. babies out. Yeah, and I'm guessing <laughs> they were doing like a, bar, a burlesque show, so people uh, definitely would have yeah. been primed to watch that. Yeah, there was there was an interview with every single member member of Sum Forty One. Apparently, Sum Forty One got absolutely wasted. Uh, they 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 played <laughs> the, the night before, uh, like a warm up show got wasted, stayed up till like 7.30 in the morning and then had to go and do a load of press stuff at like 9.30, something like that. And they just got wasted the day that they were supposed to play. They started drinking really early <laughs> and they weren't on till something like 8 or 9 o'clock. Oh, God. And so imagine? they were awful. One of them was sick on stage. And yeah, they knew they played really badly, but apparently everybody loved it. Even like reviewers were like, yeah, they're like, putting in Kerrang magazine how good of a show it was and they were oh, like really? we were awful they, they they were all they were all said <laughs> in these interviews like we know we were awful i don't know what they saw but <laughs> it was terrible oh well well as long as everyone enjoyed it <laughs> yeah but where was it, where did they play i think oh so 41 were literally just before they were the sub headliner they were literally just before Linkin park yeah i think slayer got moved to between Iggy and the Stooges and some 41. Oh, really? When were they supposed to play? They were supposed to play main stage before Slipknot on the Saturday. Yeah. That's on the Sunday, sorry. Because I'm sure one of them said in the interview that um, Slayer came out and Kerry King said, I can't believe we're opening for some 41 sort of thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, But... I don't know. It doesn't say that here. They're not even on the same. I didn't know that. Day. Yeah, if that's true. I, I never knew. I never knew that that they got moved over to another day. Yeah, I didn't know that. But I think it was it was Slayer that I said I thought I read that their equipment didn't, didn't turn up. Yeah, but they were supposed to play on the Sunday. Hang on, maybe I'm thinking of Bowling for Soup. Maybe they got moved up one. 
because their stuff didn't turn. Yeah, I'm thinking of Bowling for Soup, not for Sum 41. Fucking dickhead. Okay. Um, pretty much the same band. Uh, yeah, so they basically moved up one and were playing. So it went Slayer, Bowling for Soup, then him on the second stage. Nice. And they, and they said, like, we can't believe we're playing here. <laughs> uh, between Slayer and him. <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, yeah, Kerry King who said, oh, yeah, I can't believe we're we're opening for bowling for soup that must have been right <laughs> nice uh am i am i getting them mixed up anywhere else then was it bowling for soup that was sick on stage and got very drunk i cannot remember no i think it was still some 41 who got drunk and sick on stage we'll look into it and see we'll get more info next time so we we'll we'll, co- we'll corroborate the story and see which one which band <laughs> yeah. it actually was <laughs> but yeah i mean i don't really remember anything else from from this year, the um, I remember seeing it in Kerrang. Obviously, two thousand and five was my first year, so I didn't go. But I remember looking at the lineup in um, it might have been in, I can't remember if it was a Metal Hammer or Kerrang. And I remember going, "Fucking hell, that looks good." Yeah, I couldn't tell you what I was doing at the time. Obviously, not there. <laughs> no, I, I I I probably would have been gutted that I didn't go, but no one I knew was going, so I wasn't going to go all the way out there by myself. Yeah. Um, oh, it's actually got some more information here. So it says, um, yeah, oh, Static X also missed their slot due to a bus breakdown. Um, Slayer arrived on time, but their equipment didn't, <laughs> leading to a slot <laughs> change from middle of the afternoon to the main stage to a later slot and a longer set. Slayer were replaced on the main stage by Damage Plan, who was scheduled to play the second stage. Ah, there you go. Their, oh, their set list ended up with a rendition of... Um, Founders, Vinnie Paul and Dimebag's most recognized song from Pantera, which was Walk. I think nice. I remember seeing that, actually, but I wasn't a fan of Pantera until about 2011, 2012. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't until I was at uni, and I think I must have been a bit lonely and a bit miserable, so I was like, right, I reckon Pantera will cheer me up. As loud as I can, of course. <laughs> and I did. Like, I, 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 I'm sure I tried to listen to him before that, but um, just I just you know wasn't that interested. And then I fucking love that vulgar display of power album now. I, I consider Pantera to be one of the best metal bands of all time, without a doubt. Yeah. Insane the amount of talent in that band was insane. But yeah, be, be, because I wasn't really a fan, I don't really know who Dimebag Daryl was yeah uh, at the time it, you know it didn't really affect me when when he died i remember a lot of people coming into college saying about it like saying how yeah. much of a massive thing it was because he was he was a murdered on stage wasn't he he was shot yeah yeah he was literally on shot on stage by a, a, a crazed pantera fan really was that it what they, they didn't like the yeah he was he, no he was pissed off that pantera broke up like really? Pete, pantera you need to watch the Pantera home videos. They're one of the they're some of the funniest, ridiculous things you'll ever see, and it shows you how insanely mental Pantera fans were, like yeah. fucking crazy. And uh, yeah, this guy was one of the ones that was just obviously wasn't compass mentis in the right way, and said yeah. you know he he blamed the uh, dime uh, dime bag for breaking up Pantera. So he just got on the stage and shot him, and then just started shooting people. Literally, Fucking completely hell. lost it. And then the uh, it's, there's there's loads of stories about it. There's like um, the cop who shot him 
on stage he said he 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 talks in the interview about what happened and loads of people there talk about it and stuff and yeah and the, eventually the the gunman was shot in the face point blank range with a shotgun from one yeah. of the officers to get him to go because he was just shooting people like they had Fucking to hell. He had literally had to end it because it was getting so dangerous for everyone there. So, yeah, fuck, fucking crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. I couldn't believe it. I was in the pub when I found out, and I was like, "What?" And I've got some friends like Adam, you know, leader we had on from Insert Your Son. Yeah, you said his whole body is ta- is covered in fucking tattoo uh, Pantera tattoos. Like, he's just a fucking mental Pantera fan. I didn't even know him then, but I knew people that were like really fanatic about Pantera, and they were yeah. fucking devastated. Because it doesn't make any sense. Why would you shoot the guy? Now they're yeah. never going to get back together. <laughs> no. Like, I bet you any money, right? If Dimebag hadn't died, you could bet any money at some point Pantera would have got together, even if it was like right up to now. Yeah, yeah. So he he actually do, stopped Pantera getting back together ever again. So yeah, yeah, fucking sucks. What, what actually happened to Pantera? Why did they break up? Do you know? Yeah, they weren't having a good time. Um, Phil Anselmo, the singer, was, you know, having... They were all massive alcoholics. Uh, Phil Anselmo was doing heroin and, you know, they just basically had became, you know, addicts, basically. And they just couldn't do it any longer. So they done Reinventing the Steel, which is their last album. I think they'd done their last tour in, like, 2001. And then they just, you know, they just stopped playing together. Said, it's done, dusted. But I'm sure they would have got together at some point. But unfortunately... We don't live in the uh, multiverse 101.156555 where Dimebag Daryl wasn't shot, so we'll never know. Is that number a specific number from... I, 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 you, but you've memorized that from a... No, I didn't. I just made it up. I just made you? it up. I, no, no, <laughs> okay. it's not. I haven't memorized it. I'm saying it could be a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> well, what else can we talk about for 2004? We could talk about probably the... I expect the weather was good because it was on the first weekend of June, not the second. Yeah, I have no idea what the weather <laughs> would have been like on, on this. I could tell you every weather from 2005 onwards. Yeah. But for this one, absolutely no idea what the weather was like. Well, I think it, 2008 was the first bad one. Um, and yeah, I was saying up until that point, uh, it was always sunny. It will always be sunny, like I said before. So mm. um, I'm sure it was pretty good weather. But there's not much I can say. Overall, um, that's a decent lineup. Like I said, when I saw it in Kerrang and stuff, I was like, wow, that's fucking awesome. I'd love to go. So if I would have got to go, I would have been more than happy. There's loads of shit in the air. Uh, the only other thing I, the thing I will say about it is it's crazy, you know, how bands come and Andy Copping always talks about bands playing low on the list and then one day headlining you know you got bands like biffy clyro down there and now they're headlining download so yeah are they on for here? bands they can stick around it can be done they because i never here. understood people's reaction to biffy clyro yeah they're like why are biffy clyro headlining download i don't think people realize how long they've been playing download for no like they've been playing download a fucking long time and because of how big they've gotten and because of how I think they're fucking awesome, but they fully deserve to be headlining this festival. Yeah. As half the bands on there don't even exist anymore. So no. <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? If you can work your way up and that, I, you know, I love Biffy. I know people really have got, I think it's more of that thing that we said earlier, like the Coldplay thing. I don't think half these people have even listened to Biffy Clyro, but they just condemn them anyway. 
Yeah. But yeah, you know, they've been playing the festival a fucking long time. So it's strange to see them down there. And then next year we'll be watching them on the main stage. So yeah, crazy. With you saying like saying that, actually, I find it hard to, hard to fathom that Slipknot aren't headlining this year uh, on the 2004 year. They're third down under Metallica and Korn. Like, they headline. <laughs> they, they probably, yeah, but that I was can't. 2004, dude. You, yeah. They were only three albums in at that yeah. point. Yeah. You know, big ones, don't not counting Make Food, Kill, Repeat. Um, but like you said, it's, it's, it's weird to understand now that they they did have to work their way up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like they 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 seem like a band who are built for a long set, you know, with all the stuff yeah. they have on. Being third down, they probably would have had about forty minutes. Yeah, something like that. Maybe maybe an hour max. I'm not even sure they were this high on the lineup in 2005. I think they were even lower on the lineup from what I remember. Really? I can't. We'll remember. have to look at it when we come round to it. Yeah. But well, dude, you got to think about it. We spoke about it briefly before, I think. In interviews, Andy Copping said that even in 2009, when Stipnot headlined, people were telling him not to get them to headline. Yeah. Because they true. thought they weren't big enough. And that was yeah. 2009. Yeah. So people would have definitely been telling him that they 100% couldn't have headlined in 2004. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a diff- different time, isn't it? It's weird how you look at bands now and you think, it's Slipknot, of course they're going to headline. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> why are they not headlining? You could even say now that they could headline over Metallica, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. they're that big. Uh, so it's just crazy to look back at this and think about where they are. Yeah. And and Korn were above Slipknot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You wouldn't yeah. think that now. I mean, I, I no. quite like some of Korn's stuff still. I haven't really paid too much attention to the last few albums, but oh, I what I have Korn. heard, I've quite enjoyed. Do you know what? I can't even... So since they bought out, what was it, the Twisted Transistor, mm-hmm. I can't remember what album that was on. I don't know how many albums they've done since then. It's been a long Dude, time since that album out. came out in 2005. Was that 2005? Fuck off. See You on the Other Side was 2005. I take, take a look in the mirror was after that, wasn't it? No, that was before. Was that, that was before? 2003. Fuck off, was it before? Yeah. Oh. I know my corn quite well. I am a bit of a... What was after that? Man. Untouchables? Was that after or before? No, after it was evolution. Evolution was after um, see you on the other side, and then after that it was corn, corn three, and then after that, fuck. Oh, I've got the album cover in my head. I can't think. <laughs> I'm gonna find but, it. Dude, I'm you you it. must have heard corn stuff since then because they've released a million albums. They've they've released like five or six albums since that, dude. Like Fuck off. you must have heard ago, some of the stuff, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I do, I do quite like him still. Untouch, I fucking loved Untouchables. Um, take a look in the mirror. Yeah, you said that mm. was the one with tr- Twisted Transistor. I, I wasn't a fan of that song, but I think I liked that album. Uh, yeah, and see you on the other side. I quite like that one as well. Yeah, see you on the other side's wicked. I want to say really I liked Paradigm Shift, but like. The rest oh, of it yeah, since then, so I've not. Paradigm shifts awesome. I've not. Serenity of Suffering, I think, is I've... probably one of the best corn albums. It's like 2015, I think, or 16. Yeah. Fucking sick album that is. I need to listen to them again. Yeah. It's so good, dude. Listen to Serenity of Suffering. It's unreal. 
so good yeah because i think yeah take a look in the mirror and see you on the other side was when their sound was changing quite a bit wasn't it and yeah and i was like i like this new sound and i don't think there was that many people who sort of followed them through that i don't know maybe there was but i was one that followed them through through to that but yeah I, i i like i said i quite liked it but just never never bother with their stuff well i mean i've probably listened to most of their albums once or twice since yeah. yeah, I'm sure Paradigm Shift was quite a good one. One of the best live acts of all time, in my eyes, Corn. They're like top five. They're fucking just the best. Yeah, definitely. So what? Hang on. Yeah, what album would that have been on? Um, it was in between Untouchables and See You on the Other Side. Take a look in the mirror. No, sorry. Take a look in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe it was out that long ago. Hmm. I thought. So I'm here thinking like untouch, Untouchables was something like 2010, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, that was fucking a lifetime ago yeah. now. Uh, yeah. Um, who else? Was there anything else? Like, no, like I said, there's nobody else really. I don't remember seeing Sum 41. I wasn't a big fan of them. No. Going back to... I wanted to talk about headliners for a little while, going back to what you said about Biffy Clyro as well. Mm-hmm. Because, um, see, I'm obviously out of the loop, but to me, the headliner. So, so I, I have to, I have to express this is not what I think now, because what I'm about to say is wrong. But this is how <laughs> I always felt at like with like headliners should have been the kind of bands that make it into the mainstream. So, like when we were when we were growing up, when we were in school, everybody knew about Papa Roach. Everybody knew about Linkin Park. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone knew about Slipknot, but I don't think there has been a time that the alternative music breaks its way into the sort of uh, I want to say normies anymore. But I could be wrong. You know, it maybe in schools there is that divide, and there are bands that do make it into the mainstream. But yeah, so yeah, ba- to me, yeah, 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 those bands are the ones that are going to headline. You're mostly right. That's not necessarily a wrong view because yeah. your headliners are supposed to be the ones that bring in the biggest crowds. Thus, yeah. they are the most popular. Thus, they have the biggest stake in music in general. So yeah. that's not a false statement at all. No, I but agree. Like I said, yeah, you've... Maybe that doesn't happen anymore, though. So there needs to be a new sort of unwritten rule of who can headline because the, the, the way music has gone... Bands probably aren't gonna break into the normal normies, I suppose. Like I said, because they can listen to whatever they want. You know, it's the bands that would make it onto radio, whereas people got Spotify now. I'd say your music now is less split. I know people that I think people tend to have more of a diverse music taste now. Yeah, it's not as split into groups as it was in two thousand and four. You would have people that you consider to be Norman normies would have a load of Biffy Clyro songs on their playlist. Yeah. Because they're huge and they're sellable. They have heavy songs as well, but they're sellable. You know, they make poppy tracks that can get into places, but they also make heavy tracks because that's the stuff that they like really love or whatever. But yeah, you're you're you I don't think that's a that's a false statement. I think that's still true to this day. You've still got to have that connection. But but in general, music taste now is more varied. People yeah. will listen to a lot of stuff that's 
you know back then you would have stuck to a certain type of music so yeah. you know, I, I think it's it's probably more difficult to get headliners now like you know you've been on reddit loads and all the arguments are who's the next big headliners who's yeah. going to be doing this because you know in a few years 10 years time there'll be no maiden there'll be no blah there'll be no blah there'll be no metallica yeah. these bands won't be around who's next who's the big thing and music industry works differently now and you, you're picking bands based on different things yeah and it is a big question you know if you were to look at that bands like bring me the horizon who have made their way into what's considered to be sort of the normies they've got the heavy stuff but they've got the thing stuff biffy clyro and bring me the horizon are perfect bands to be headlining this festival because they're big enough and like yeah. you said they've got a foot in the sort of mainstream as well okay. so that's what draws in so it is still happening it's just so yeah. much has changed since 2004 it's a whole different world of booking things but yeah a lot of what you said was right yeah definitely it's not a false statement at all so yeah the, the two bands that i've heard people say the most is bring me the horizon i mean just just how massive their recent tour has been you know everybody in the download festival uh facebook group went to yep. it pretty much like so many people posting so you know it's fine um but the other one is architects and i don't really know much about mm. architects i'm not a fan but like i said i don't know because because i'm old as well i don't know if they are making it in the door uh, getting a foot in the door to the mainstream Me neither. stuff. No, but um, that's true. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe they are big enough. I know for a fact. Bring me R, just because I know more about them. Yeah, I know where they sit. I mean, they've got like nine million monthly listeners on Spotify. Yeah. If you're telling me they can't headline download, you can fuck off because you know they can. <laughs> yeah. Just because you don't like them doesn't mean a thing. They can yeah. headline, and people have said, like you said on the Facebook page, people have been putting videos up and saying. If you watch the show, you watch the production, you listen to the songs, you just you see how mental people are going. These guys are perfect to headline yeah. download, yeah. and it's the sort of new breed of bands you have to be putting on. Otherwise, download will end up like Monsters of Rock with a load of outdated bands that no one wants to see, and they won't make any money. Yeah, and that's not what we want for the festival. We want to got to move with the times, man. You can't always be looking back. Yeah, and. And obviously, yeah, saying that, I, I wouldn't be the kind of person who would complain. I, I'm not a fan of either Bring Me the Horizon or Architects, but I'm not with the times, like I said. So, you know, some of my favourite bands, Raunchy, we were talking about earlier, they're not going to headline, mm -hmm. so I can't really complain if bands that I'm not a fan of um, headline. I'd still yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Trust me, Bring Me would put on a, a brilliant show. I'd be there, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I think they played here once, actually. Um, and I'm pretty sure that that that, that is the, is the band who is it Ollie Sykes is, is that yeah the yeah he's singer? the singer yeah he got kicked out uh, security kicked him out <laughs> for something I can't remember what <laughs> probably but yeah they kicked him out and they had to play I, I don't know what happened I can't remember if he came back in or they just carried on playing without him but it was hilarious <laughs> um, well should we start to uh, reel it in there because uh, sure. like I said there's not much I can say more about 2004 i was i was kind so what of are your, what to... are your just sorry go on what are your what's your overall thoughts of 2004 then like where does it fit into your i know you don't remember a lot of it but looking at the lineup what you can remember where does it fit into your sort of downloads does it fit into the sort of medium ones that were quite good but you can't remember them? does it fit down the bottom or is it sort of up there um 
I was well, going on the fact that I don't have any memories. I'd probably put it at the bottom, but the okay. or near the bottom. But the fact that I'm still going because of you know the first few years that first few years that I went, it, it was probably because of this year. One of the reasons why I did carry on going. So it probably mm. it's it's like um, Schrodinger's festival. So it's at the bottom because I don't remember it, but at the top because of the legacy that it's built. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Maybe that's fair enough. It's a good answer. Yeah, um, I, so there's a few friends that I went with in 2004 and 2005, and probably 2006. It was all sort of the same friend group, and so even the campsite. I don't remember much about the campsite, and a lot of those memories blend into one as well. So I do have some memories from from the campsite with those people. But I'm not sure which year they're from. Mm. Uh, I said about uh, my friend Holston brushing his teeth with Carling. Yeah, yeah. A, a few episodes ago, I said I'm pretty sure that would have been this year. No, it would. No, it wouldn't because I wasn't in college with him at that point. That was 2005. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, because so I so I did six year. I did three years in college. No, I did five years in college, um, which is <laughs> a long fucking time. The first year I did IT. The second year I did A levels and got fed up after a little while and didn't didn't do them. And the third year I did music and so the first year was two thousand and three, two thousand and four. And two thousand and five would have been the first year I did music. And that's when I met Holston, so yeah, that's not right. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, good. That's it's just nice to know where it fits into your general sort of opus of uh downloads if you as you've never missed one. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but that makes it so much harder so i think i was talking to a friend of mine earlier jacob and he said that we got a minibus um but apparently we got a minibus from my house in 2004 but i remember getting a minibus from somebody else's house and leaving <laughs> at like three o'clock in the morning so that would have been 2005 as well uh, ah. there's so many things that they just sort of they intertwine uh he also said um that somebody took laxatives and gave them to him <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, they also gave them to somebody else but they gave him like the whole it was like a chocolate laxative and they gave him the whole bar of chocolate you're only supposed to have one piece oh, Jesus. and nobody saw him the rest of the day but yeah there's so many memories but i don't remember which year they're from so that all the most of these memories they will come up in campsite fuckery eventually but just i, I just can't say for sure they were this year so I can't include yeah, which them one they were. in this year. Spread over three or four years somewhere there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of campsite fuckery, shall we do it? So campsite fuckery is a section for the sh- section of the show where we talk about any funny, strange or interesting things that you've seen at Download Festival. If you want to share your memories with us, you can do. I'll go over all of the ways you can reach out to us at the end of the show. And we are starting to run out, so we really, really would love for you to message us. If you're like me, so I, I do it all the time, is to listen to podcasts. I think of things to, to say, to message them with. And then by the end of the show, I've just completely forgotten. So if you're like me, press pause. You can come back. We're not going anywhere. Go and write out a little story that you just thought of and send it to us. Yeah. Send stuff in, guys. We we, we want to hear your stories from download. Please yeah. send them in to us, man. We'll read them out. But yeah, I think possibly from 2004, me and my friend Jacobs, I said about a few times now, 
We stayed up all night on the Sunday. All night. We are. It was stupid. It wasn't stupid, it was fun. But we were just walking around the campsites shouting ni at people. Because <laughs> we were quite obsessed with uh, Monty Python's Holy Grail at the time. Yeah. Um, I think my parents went away actually. Um, we watched it every single day <laughs> at some point. Nice. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I actually I played a gig dressed as Tim the Enchanter actually once. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I could I couldn't wear the big beard. I've got the amazing got the hat with the horns though. That was Oh, I had a little rabbit as well and I yeah. Anyway, uh so just walking around the campsite shouting neat at people and when we got back to our campsite we were shouting neat at, at the tents that our, that our friends were in. Um waking them up at a stupid time in the morning but they uh they 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 got me back definitely uh so we we must have stopped around probably six seven o'clock it was monday morning i thought well i'll pack my tent up because i have to be leaving soon and then i got tired so i used my Uh tent as a pillow my packed away tent i used that as a pillow just sleeping out (laughs) under the sun and then everybody else woke up and found me sleeping. Everybody who I had pissed off that night had found me asleep. And so so I, they were throwing things at me. I think someone threw, I think I'm pretty sure it was a tin of corned beef. They threw oh. it and just hit me in the chest. Oh, my God. Somebody else threw a welly at me. I just, <laughs> I, I was so, I, so, I mean, I sleep heavily anyway, especially when I've been drinking. I, I just sort of grabbed the welly, turned over and cuddled it. <laughs> yeah no i didn't oh, uh, I, I i deserved what i got i think that uh, monday morning yeah i think you would have i would have been one of the people throwing stuff at you if you'd have woken me up that early yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have anything i don't nothing nothing that comes to mind i'm saving some of the stuff because some of it uh, i want to do on the years that we actually do it so right okay i still got a few a few a few bits but yeah nothing i can think of at the moment comes to mind sir Cool. Okay, doke. Well, we have had a message. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go into shout outs then. Uh, we, have, we haven't, I haven't really had any shout outs for a little while, so I've just sort of skipped over this section. But um, we had a message today from from a podcast from the Nevermind Polly podcast. Have you seen them about? No, no. Uh, I think he, he's got a YouTube channel as well. He does a lot of um, vlogs. I can't remember if it's just download he probably does a few different festivals but yeah he's, he's got a another podcast he's interviewing band members as well but yeah he just messaged us saying um he's loving the show it's really cool so yeah thank you it's little things like that that make a big difference yeah definitely so um yeah, yeah. and i've listened to a few of his yeah it's quite good uh, a lot of the a lot of the bands that he's interviewed i've, I've not really been interested in but he, he's not really reaching out to like the the scandinavian bands yet so uh <laughs> I, I, I don't know anything once he about gets any- to the european once he gets raunchy on the show yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'll be well into it <laughs> yeah um but yeah i mean i, I i've enjoyed the the, the the couple of episodes i've listened to so yeah thank you i think the name's matt yeah never mind matt he posts says yeah thank you very much appreciate it yeah appreciate it man and uh, that's it that's everything we should go away okay should we go away yes let's go away in the normal fashion Okay. Go. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Do take us away. Awesome. Yeah, thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you in two weeks where we will be talking about 
there's nothing in that space um what should we do next week um we'll come up with something i don't know let's just surprise ourselves let's, we'll come up with something random we don't have any plans over the next couple of weeks we're going to have a think and see what we can do for next episode because like we said before we don't want to burn through the years of download too quickly no so we're going to try and fit in some other random stuff so um yeah we, we'll come up with something good do you think you'll be able to talk about roadrunner records oh okay should we do the roadrunner special yeah okay right yeah definitely. so right so yeah cut all that out that we just said there go from this bit adam <laughs> this is future i'm talking to future adam okay. yeah so for the for the next episode we have now agreed we will be doing the roadrunner records special so awesome. we're going to talk all about roadrunner how it started where it went how it grew all the incredible albums that were made on it and just all the stuff surrounding it which i'm sure me and adam will end up going off on multiple tangents so yeah. Yeah, come back next week for the Roadrunner Record special. It's it's going to be a good one. There's tons of shit I want to talk to you about. So yeah, it's going to be cool. It might even be part one of multiple parts. You know, we'll see how long it goes. Me and you always just sit here and <laughs> yeah. chat shit for so long. Yeah, We'd go on for days. We don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I said last episode I do want to start sort of diving into the music industry as well, and that will be a nice starting point. But also, I've been thinking like. What like about where music has been, you know, and and another podcast I was listening to, they were talking about having to go out with street teams and like giving people a load of yeah of, street um, teams, hells yeah, flyers or posters just to go and po like paint anywhere they can, not paint glue to anything and everything they can, you know, it's not yeah, you know, people have got it easy now. You can just share stuff online, and I completely forgot about that phase of music, you know. Mm. Uh, so there's so much I, I don't know how far to go back to start digging into but um yeah i mean we i think one of the things one of the things we sh probably should try to do is maybe get a couple of um like agents or a couple of booking managers that have been in the in the industry for a long time who will remember be good to stuff. hear some some inside thoughts and all that sort of stuff and how it's changed from what it used to be like you said going from the flyer street team days to the yeah. sort of digital you know social media you, you don't you I mean you still have teams that do stuff but it's all it's all on social media rather than actually physically going out and handing people stuff so yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to have some inside views on how that was how it changed so much yeah and i think i saw a conversation about um uh was it the warped tour people just going out and like trying to sell cds to the the queue and the warp tour or just <laughs> giving away like burnt cds that you've done for your band and apparently yeah, yeah. ice nine kills got big that way really yeah that's where they started and people a lot of people were saying like yeah that's how i first found out about ice nine kills oh shit awesome and i've only ever done that once but that wasn't for a band that was for my myspace for uh naked pasta cooking but uh that's a story <laughs> for another time yeah, we'll save that. But yeah, it's that too was, good. Was in Yeovil, I think that was a. We just stood at stood at the exit of the gig, just going, myspace.com, dot com, etc. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we were idiots. Uh, that was around this time. That was around two thousand and four as well. I'm sure it was. But uh, yeah, anyway, so cool. Yeah, the next episode will be, as you said, Roadrunner Records. Yep. If you want to reach out to us about anything you've heard on this episode, whether that's uh, stories for campsite fuckery, anything we've missed uh, from a. Pretty, 
Anything we've missed from a particular topic, any corrections, feedback, or even suggestions for topics you want to hear about, uh, here are the places you can reach us. Uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we're, we're Dear Download Podcast. Um, you can email us at deardownload2003, that's 2003, at gmail.com. Also on YouTube, I still haven't got any more videos up. I mean, they're so easy to do. Uh, I don't know why I haven't done them. Been... It's fine. We'll be, we'll be, we'll get. We say it every week now, but we will be getting the YouTube library together because it's another yeah. good way for us to get views. So we'll do that. Yeah, we will get it on there. Cool. And yeah, the last thing is just to you listening at home or or wherever you are. Um, there, there are a few ways you can help us massively, and that's well, the main one is just by telling your friends about us. It's helps so so much, and the other one is um, just sharing our stuff on social media. If 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 we post anything that's shareable, you know, <laughs> I don't post yeah. much at the moment still, so it's not anything too interesting that you'd want to share. But yeah, just telling your friends, just it does so much. It's a huge help, Simon. Where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Instagram, Fonzie underscore Simon, um, on YouTube as Simon Bond. And um, my new Twitch stream, like I said before, um, that I'll be doing every Tuesday. Um, I'll put it on the rest of my social media, but if I, I'll spell it out to you just in case you want to go. It's N-T-A-M-W-A-S-O-H on Twitch. And um, I'll be playing Half-Life every Tuesday until I complete that and then moving on to something else. But yeah, even if you want to message me on social media about the down- Dear Download podcast, just message me and then I'll hit it back to Adam and vice versa. But yeah. We're always open to new ideas, new topics or anything. Any sort of feedback you can get us on any of our social media would be fantastic. Awesome. And I'll, yeah, I'll try and remember to share your um, Twitch thing on, on Tuesday. Uh, but but Thanks, if I don't mate. remember, you can just share. You, you got, you're, you're on our Facebook. You just yeah, yeah. pretend to be me sharing it. Go and check out <laughs> Simon's Twitch. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> Uh, cool. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's it from us. Uh, so it is goodbye from Simon. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>